the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? I actually love that song now because of all of our what the fuckery we have to talk about today. Oh my gosh. Yes. So welcome to another episode of What the Fuck Emergency brought to you by the wonderful creators of Crime Cocktails and BS. That's us. Alex and Kaisa. That's us. What's up? What's up? Oh, guys, we had to come on and talk about this. It's such, it is the article sweeping the reality TV nation. But is it? Yes. (laughs) No, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, to us, it is. (laughs) Yes. I mean, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, then where have you been for the past 24 hours? That we're talking about the Vanity Fair article that just came out about the Real Housewives. And it is called Inside the... Oh my God, I'm on the last page of the article. That's so not helpful. Inside Inside the Real Housewives Reckoning. That's rocking Bravo. That's a lot of alliteration and appeal. It's a lot. And appeal, the writer. Thanks, girl. That's a lot of alliteration. A lot. A lot, a lot. So there was a lot packed into this um, expose. Yes. Um, I printed it out to read it. There's a lot packed in, but there wasn't that much. Yes, substance. I agree. For the 26 pages that I had to print out, and that, by the way, that's removing the images. If I printed out all the image pages, it would have been 42. <laughs> that's It's too long, first of all. <laughs> Don't they know that we're real we're reality tv watchers i usually really like vanity fair like articles they're well written but this one was kind of clumpy and not easy to read at all it felt as vapid (laughs) and shallow as the show yeah franchise right which kind of takes away its value Or it's like, like the yeah, fact it makes that sense, they were going and you're like, more. it takes away the value. Well, it <laughs> like, takes away like yes, they aren't does. making the impact that they wanted to. I think. I think you're right. I completely agree. I think also with the topics that are covered in this, I feel like they. I feel like there has to be more coming. Do you know what I mean? I I mean or I kind of hope, hope so. so because I feel like. I hope it's a couple. What parts. they told us in this expose did not make me want to protest bravo or fight for the bravo people like yeah the cast um if there's more coming that we don't know about i would love to hear about it and know what's going on like of course agreed i don't know it didn't like set a fire within me to like go pick it for the cast of bravo (laughs) yeah especially i i was really interested in it at first because i saw that ebony k williams was being interviewed for it Mm -hmm. and just a background on her not only was she on the season 13 of real housewives of new york but she's also a lawyer a television host she co-hosts this late night talk show called state of cult of the culture on revolt tv she's also co-hosted a bunch of radio shows like she's well known in the political sphere Mm -hmm. and And she was the first black cast member of new york yeah uh, so franchise she when i saw that she was interviewed for this i was like okay they're gonna get down to the racism issues that came up that part of it did season 
stand out I think as something more serious than the like drinking stuff yeah I thought I mean they couldn't they couldn't not talk about alcoholism when talking about her housewives I did feel bad for Leah who's also yeah but she also I have a stance where it's like they're choosing to do this football players choose to play football they get brain damage well that's like, what they said in the article too she's like athletes yeah. sign up for this she knew what she was signing up for i mean she, she said also that as said well she relapsed before they even cast her so she yeah. was coming in saying i'm gonna drink and she told them that so she was deciding that i do yeah. get that they're pushing it on them but you can say no as a cast member you're yeah. not having drinks poured down your throat absolutely so. i mean i do kind of see where she was coming from with wanting to downplay her relapse on the show she didn't want that to be like a focal point however yeah she's also was like and she said that she stopped drinking after she actually got the job so there I don't know how much time there was in between her getting the Mm -hmm. job and then starting the show and or when she started drinking again right Um, and then I couldn't believe she was only getting paid three thousand dollars an episode I know and it said in the article that you know the highest I mean we knew this the highest paying cast members are like a million million a season but still like I was like that's that's not enough for her and the Um, fact that they offered her 200 250k or the ultimate Ultimate girls Girls trips yeah so I mean okay here's the thing her argument was kind of like they forced me into it by link like by offering me a ton of money and it's like Mm -hmm. there's a level of work I'll put up with for that paycheck like there's a level of abuse I'll put up with at work for a certain paycheck yeah totally I mean it's like any other job if it gets too much quit yeah I think I don't know I have a little I know there's an ethical like level that gets passed where mm-hmm. they could step in and help her yeah you know but even then off though, the show or something but even then though you have those key players who really are running the show so you yeah. have lisa shannon who works for shed media who is one of the subsidiary um production companies so shed mm-hmm. media does all of the housewives franchises or at least uh sorry i was gonna say bravo but uh new york and salt lake city and then they do all the ultimate girls trips and i guess they're also going to be the subsidiary producer or production company for legacy Mm -hmm. which is going to come out at some point um and then you have darren ward and john paparazzo who are the new york co-showrunners and then of course you have andy cohen who's like actually producer for all these shows and he's kind of set himself up so he's protected legally he's not oh known absolutely as a producer anymore he's just like separate from that so he doesn't get yeah. any of the legal backlash which well is kind i also of thought it of was him. yeah i also thought it was but, kind of creepy that he actually had referred to himself in a previous article with anna peel in 2021 in the new york magazine calling himself like their boss as well as their father i was like i know it's yucky yeah that was kind of yucky especially like the majority of these women have daddy issues like yeah not okay i like andy cohen a lot i do too i think he has a level of narcissism as well it's probably like fun to have control if you want to be on reality tv 
yeah. you have to have a level of narcissism. Absolutely. There's no way. Like, yeah, yeah. You're wanting everyone to look at you no matter what totally. it is. I mean, yeah. what there is that one. So Bethany Frankel, Leah McSweeney and Ebony K. Williams were all interviewed. Then you have a bunch of quotes from other housewives who didn't want to be named. Because it was their dream job. Yes, that was it. There was one housewife who was quoted but said it was like her dream job. So she didn't want anyone to know who she was. But they're all saying like, who am I without the show? Like, what am I going to do? into a whorehouse, you're going to get (laughs) That line. I was like, of course. I mean, that's kind of, I I might not have as much empathy as you where I have that stance. I'm like, you signed up for empath. this. You signed up for this. Like, yes, I understand that there's manipulation and maybe lines that are crossed. But you like, know what you're signing you up leave. for. You're yeah. getting paid. You can leave. It's like you, you were quit. saying, it's how much can you, how much are you willing to take? It's like when Bethany was talking about the, um, what clause was that in the, um, she was talking about the confidentiality clause. Yeah. And the waiver of privacy clause. Sorry, that's the one in their mm-hmm. contracts. And Bethany was like, I can handle this. I'm just a different breed. And then the same breath, she's like, I was a prostitute at the highest rate possible and was aware that there was a transaction that was happening and that I was going to benefit from it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, there you go. Bethany saying she what did she say I ran the machine I was the machine it was so I know absurd so I was like, absurd Woman. what um, did you think about these hot sheets I think that's interesting I mean I'm not surprised I've heard that they're feeding them lines and topics to talk about and like oh pushing 100%. Them. like I knew that but I don't know I don't think that's like abusive I think they're just trying to make good tv like the totally. whole point of the show is drama. Like that's the point of the show. However, Lisa Shannon so. <laughs> refers to it as a comedy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. where is it a comedy? That part was kind of fucked up because yeah. it was about the race thing mm-hmm. and like the racism stuff. And she was trying to say like, laugh it off, even though it was like actual racist comments to her. Yeah. Like and microaggressions from everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so I, think I don't of, like yeah. that. I think one of my biggest takeaways from it was that the people who sell their souls the most are Mm -hmm. the ones that are covered the most, like Ramona, yeah, who is quoted as using the N-word, which I will not say. I can't believe that. I mean, she's quoted as saying it. And there's still like, nothing's come about it uh children have absent or black children have absent have fathers like there's so and then there are so many black people here like, yeah and that was during the so the before hell? season 13 started they had a virtual education se- session covering topics including black women microaggressions lexicon and missteps um that and, doesn't surprise me i knew she no was and like before it bad. happened i mean granted no, not even granted. We know that Sonia, Ramona, and Luann are all out of touch with everything. Yeah. And like it's apparent when before they even start, Sonia's quoted as saying, as like commenting on the natural hair of the black woman leading the discussion. Or like you said, Ramona was like, they were talking about 
not discussing racist tropes like black fathers are not present in their children's lives. And Ramona was quoted as being like, what if they don't have a father? Why can't I say that? Most of them don't like these generalizations, Mm -hmm. like they're so out of touch with reality and then try to back it up with like, no, it's a statistic I read. And Ebony, who's like you said, is, was the first black woman on the real housewives of New York. It took them 13 years to actually get someone of a different race on the show like okay here's the thing though they this article is pointing those things out and the whole like point of the reckoning is to say Mm -hmm. bravo's not doing anything but they did cancel those people they're not on the show anymore so they did step in and do something yes and no though okay so yes ramona is no longer on real housewives of new york However, she has been allowed to come back on Watch What Happens Live. That's so true. Yeah. She has been able to like go, she'll be at BravoCon. Like she goes to things that are still a part of the show. They should have 100% just gotten rid of her. But then that also kind of goes with Luann and Sonia. Mm -hmm. Like they also have done things and yet they got a spinoff. There are, I, I think believe... there should be like clauses like the level of what yeah you can't surpass and then you I agree or canceled and bravo should make a statement about each yes person. absolutely i feel like they shouldn't be afraid to make these statements like what uh-huh. what are you worried about and i agree with ebony where she said that she felt like that virtual educational sen- session was really just for bravo to cover their ass yeah to be like well we did this so if anyone does anything like that's on them because we told and them not to. As soon as they heard that Vanity Fair was doing mm-hmm. this article, they put out like a bunch of emails saying that they were going to do like alcohol training, like all this oh, other yeah. stuff. And that was like right after they had announced that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was definitely just to cover their ass. Like that's the part about this that does piss me off about Bravo and these franchises is that it seems like it is on them since they're not like speaking out about any of these issues mm-hmm. whereas they could really just like say it's a individual character thing yeah like the cast members are toxic they're doing this like kick them off then like i don't know if they no, did something agree with you. about it in that way or spoke about it it would make it a little yeah. better because i do think it is just toxic people on the shows I don't think Bravo is really like feeding them all of that. Yeah. I think it's a mix of toxic people on the show who are desperate for attention. Mm -hmm. And then the puppet masters behind the scenes, knowing that they can manipulate and take advantage of the situation and have the TV play out the way they want to. Like, I mean, you get insight into it where they're talking about Leah again and the ultimate girls trip and she had just come off season 13 where her grandmother died she had this breakdown um she gets on ultimate girls trip and everyone's asking her about her drinking and why aren't you drinking can't you just drink I felt so bad for her there like she's trying to protect her sobriety yeah yeah and then she went to the showrunners being like why are you having them ask me these questions why are you trying to pressure me and they're like we never would do that like just go have fun like don't worry about it and then when she retaliated on the show which they didn't air but she retaliated saying like she wished that she 
had gone home when she knew her grandmother was sick, that she didn't feel pressured to stay on the show because she knew that there would be repercussions for that. Then producers had the girls in the confessionals like start hammering at her. But then Heather is the only one who said in her confessional that they wouldn't even have to say a word. I would be afraid to leave and go to my grandmother's funeral. I would not do it because she's afraid of what would happen. And of course, they're not going to air that. Yeah, it makes sense. There's that pressure with any job, too. But like, also... I can see how like they had people texting her saying they wish they missed her drinking and stuff. Wait, Marisol like, that said that to her being like, yeah. so excited to have well, you. Marisol wish you were still drinking though. Drinks a lot. Anyway, I remember watching that with Dane and we were both like this. I don't feel comfortable watching this because they're like pressuring her to drink. But every scene was like, yeah, drink. Like, and then the so showrunners texting Leah afterwards being like, Lisa's pissed at you. Like you're going to get it being yeah, like what? why is she in trouble hell? for being sober like that doesn't make that sense. part should have yeah that they should have stepped in on that i think because i don't know uh, i don't know also the or fact she left, that she went to get psychiatric help mm-hmm. and she could only go for eight days because that's how much the insurance would cover it yeah that's that bullshit. pissed me off yeah i was like Bravo they should, should cover be a lot more than that, that. Yeah. yes also the 1-800 like that doctor got 1-800 dr barry who's also yeah. a chessboard maker and a gamer like no sir yeah no you don't please. count oh you know what i did like from the article is that we got actual insight into the possibly not airing ultimate girls trip i think it might air still they said it may air in 2024, yeah. which yeah. we are inching closer to every single day. I know. I think they're probably waiting until this plays out to see like what they can actually do, what they're legally covered. Like, I'm sure there's well, legal because, shit now. Well, especially because Caroline Manzo's lawyer also filed a complaint and say, what did he say? Maybe they're um, cutting a bunch out. I don't know. Well, mm-hmm. so her attorney... Caroline Manzo's attorney um, filed about against like Bravo and everyone about what happened to her on the trip, which it's alleged that Brandy Glanville was kissing Caroline Manzo multiple times without her consent, without Caroline's consent. Um, and now Brandy's attorney is sent Warner Brothers a letter saying that the entire incident was compromised and some flirtatious conduct and kissing was between the two and that it was all mutual and consensual and has called for them to release the footage. So I wonder if they're waiting to show the footage in court. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. That does make sense. I like the part where they were giving examples of other networks that have like drinking limits and like those rules put in place but stuff still happens like sexual assault still happened even though they had all those things when people are sober you don't need to have alcohol or drugs or anything involved sexual harassment and assault happens and yeah and like too often that's what i kind of feel about all of the drama on these shows like i don't necessarily think any of the things that the network is doing is to blame but that's just me. I'm sure I think they should have mental health 
coverage. I mm-hmm. think all of that should be like they could step in if someone's clearly like has an addiction has an issue, yeah, spiraling like well, things I mean, like that. I mean, especially we're seeing even more so now, like Shannon getting yeah. her DUI. We've seen how many pe- if, if Sutton actually does have a problem mm-hmm. on Beverly Hills. We know Marisol drinks a lot, like. Drinking mm-hmm. is definitely a proponent of the show. However, if someone does have a problem, Bravo and the net other networks that are a part of it, their parent network should be able to jump in and be like, we'll support you through this and you'll have a job when you get out. Something like that. I think also having, sorry, better health coverage. I think mm-hmm. allowing people to take breaks from the show if they need to for mental health issues. Or health issues, I think. I also wonder if they have done that with the people with drinking problems. Like, they may have stepped in and asked, like, are you okay? And like, Maybe, but I mean, there's those parts in the article that were definitely Sonia getting out of the car and vomiting. We've all seen how she drinks. And people have tried, I mean, Bethany tried having an actual intervention with her on camera. Failed. You've seen how many reunions where they tell her she drinks too much. Mm-hmm. like they could step in at any time but they're probably think yeah. like oh it's not our responsibility we're just the employer yeah that's but, true i mean i'm i kind of hope like you said i hope that like some things come out of it like mental health like better mental health like not some quack i think having better health coverage would also be helpful and like yeah. honestly I watch the show to see shit shows like that happen. I like watching. We're addicted people get to the wasted. drama. Yeah, it's, I know that's something I need to look at myself for, but like, I I don't know. That's part of it, and yes, it is part of it. I I I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm interested in seeing kind of the aftermath of this article. I'm sure Bethany is going to have plenty to say. Ramona's My already takeaway though saying, is that it didn't really like it's just a space filler of like ex cast members that have I feel like it's all just retaliation. Did you way. find it interesting that the only ones who were public or who allowed their names in were from the old Real Housewives of New York franchise? Yeah, that are completely canceled. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're not gonna be on TV again. Mm-mm. Yeah. I like also think no Bethany other... could have paid for this to be published because the writer was even a Bravo fan. So yeah. I don't know. we shall see. I don't know, man. Maybe it'll just be a little dud. Maybe it'll have a ripple effect. Who knows? But we will be here to We're track here it to all. Follow it. I really yeah. hope they don't like ruin Bravo, though. <laughs> I don't think Bravo can be ruined, honestly. Oh, and we have BravoCon coming up, so I'm sure. I can't wait to see. Well, I wonder if they'll talk about it at all. That's what like, I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's going to come up at all. Uh-huh. But time will tell. I also wonder. Sorry, this just popped into my head. But I wonder if me. now they're going to control what they're talking about. Ooh. Like any scandalous like drinking stuff or like that could feed this narrative. That's a good question. That's something mm-hmm. we need to keep an eye out for like to protect themselves legally Mm -hmm. maybe i don't know i don't know you don't know what the fuck what the fuck that's (laughs) why we call it this well 
Any any parting words? I would love to learn more about this. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. And please yes. uh rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. And follow us on Instagram. We have so much fun over there. Come on. We How do. Many times we, we have, have to tell you. Let's go. <laughs> Follow us. At Crime Cocktails and BS. This has been another installment of What the Fuck Emergency. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.